The Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. In Christ, we are fearfully and wonderfully remade. This is Remade. Let's join the hosts of Remade, Ben Hanneman and Alexander Leno. Please listen responsibly. There are milestone moments in every one of our lives, right? Moments that we can look at in the rearview mirror and kind of go, wow. Or even better, praise God. Amen. Or look at that. Right? Wow. Yeah. Milestone moment, Hmm. marriage, right? Hmm. Wedding, graduation, first step, birth of kids. Things like that, right? Milestone moments. Mm. Today is a milestone moment mm. in this project called Remade. Mm. This project has been birthed in prayer. Mm. It's been bathed in prayer. Mm. And I, for one, am stoked mm. Mm. about where the Lord is going to take this. Do people use Do people use that word anymore? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, on a fire. You yeah. stoke a fire. I got you. Okay. Yeah. What, what's the I word get, they use, right? I get, I get the stoke yeah. part, but okay. yeah, I like the, I, when you said that, I got the... Right. Yeah. So, sitting across the microphone for me is my friend and, broad, and podcast partner, Alexander Leno. You might know him as Q. In fact, when was the last time you answered Alexander? Has it been, been a minute? Well, it's been quite a while. I have some, some friends from one particular place that I worked at that everyone called me Alex. So every time I hear Alex, it takes a second, but it's normally a Does clock it, learner it's, employee. It's not cringe for you, is it? Nah, not so much, but it's just not commonly gone by. Right. So I don't refer to it much. My new greeting, though, however, is, uh, and it's it's challenging to get it out, but when I meet people, I have to catch myself, but it's like, my name is Alexander, encourager of men, but my family and friends call me Q. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's yeah. good. You should yeah. keep that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, mean, I, 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 I was, it was given to me and say, hey, man, here's your new greeting. I just, okay, I just have to. Uh... Welcome in, by the way, to, yeah, to yeah, Remade, yeah. man. Hey, this, this, what's look, happening, look, man? Look, look what we stepped in. I know. <laughs> what's that smell? This is awesome. No, that's <laughs> no, funny. Hey, uh, in a minute, we're going to get into kind of the backstory and, and uh, how this Remade project kind of started. Hmm. Uh, it is a cool story. And I, I, I'm excited about getting that chance out. But I want, I want to play a little game here, if, if that's mm. all right with you. Sure. Um, play a little game called Fact or Fiction. Fact need, or Fiction. We need some cool music here, don't we? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we just had to get a little sound effect. Fact, so fact, we've, fact, each fact. Got, we've each got three statements about ourselves that may or may not be true. Some fun facts about ourselves. And uh, you've got three. I've got three about myself. And we'll, let's just go. Let's just take turns figuring out, you know, figuring out whether that's true or not true of either one of us. So why don't you go first? Uh, you, you got it. All right. Or you want me to go first? Right. I don't no, know. no, no. You put me on first. Age before beauty, go, but I'll beauty go. was a horse. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You got one? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so I have to have this disclaimer because of our communication. I feel you know all the answers. So it's kind of like I wanted well, to you stump to... you, but then it's like, and eh, that's where I was well, having the challenge. It's not about us, though. I it's understand that viewers. this was yeah. the challenge for me to step outside. Did I just so say viewers? We're on, ra- we're on, we're on yeah. podcast, right? For our yeah. listeners, 
all seven of you out there to yeah, start out. Somebody's watching, that's right? for sure. All right, here's so a what's random your, what's fact. Your first random th- first fact. Fact or fiction. Did I or did I not live in a porta body for two weeks? Did, did I did or, or did, did I not, not live fact or in fiction. a porta potty for two a... weeks? <laughs> I will say, no, we've had this conversation before, so I will definitely it say. It was a brand new porta potty. I will say that it is, in fact, fact. Yes! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And the winner is. Please tell him what he's won. He's won an autographed case of absolutely nothing. nothing. It's autographed so you can sell it on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be worth something. Exactly. All right. So I got one point. Ding, ding. Yeah. All right. My, my fact or fiction entry is I have hiked in the Himalayas. Fact or fiction. I have hiked in the Himalayan mountains. Fact or fiction? I'm going to say... I believe that would be something that you would do. You seem to be an adventurous guy. I'm going to go ahead and say fact. Ding, 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 ding. You Yay! are correct, <laughs> And so amazing to know that about my brother. My, wow. my My parents were missionaries in Nepal. Hmm. And Nepal is near the... Himalayas and the Himalayas run right. You know that. Yeah. I don't. No, I mean, you know where Mount Everest is, right? That's no. where the Himalayas are. I, I, I missed that day of school. I got you. Yeah, I don't geography well. In, in fourth grade, I don't geography well. <laughs> I don't math well. Hey man, well, my wife is happy and Jesus loves me. There's nothing else I need hey, to conform to. You know to. what? That's all that matters. <laughs> hey, man. Awesome. All right, number two. Number two. Fact or Fact fiction? Fact or fiction? Thank you. Do I or do I not own a total of 13 air-cooled Volkswagens? 13 air-cooled? 13 air-cooled. Volkswagens. Volkswagens. Well, given the, given the specificity, given how specific the detail was, I'll have to go with fact. Hey. Hey. Really? Yeah. You I, own, you I own, own 12. 14. <laughs> I see what you did yeah, there. I had to sneak it in there somehow. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? No, you you are a car guy, and we'll get into that oh, a little bit a little a bit later problem, after the break. All righty, number two for the big guy. For the big guy is I. Fact or fiction? I have won a Pulitzer Prize. Fact or fiction? I have won I you were say a won Pulitzer Prize. I was anticipating lottery. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to say that I don't see that that wouldn't be far-fetched. True story. However, I feel like you might try to make it interesting. So I'm going to say fiction. You are correct, sir. Yeah! <laughs> the I Pulitzer, love this game. Pulitzer yeah. Prize is the uh, the highest honor that a, a, a newspaper or journalist can and win. I totally believe that you could do that. Totally. If I yeah, if I had stayed in the, the business, I was in the business for a while, and right, right. then the Lord el- led elsewhere. So that go. was easy for me to say, wasn't there it? Not, not quite. <laughs> the second time. All right, uh, fact or fiction fact number or three. Fiction number three. Was I on Fox Sports One? 
Was I on Fox Sports 1? Ever or like more than once? I mean, I gave you a specificity of one question, (laughs) one answer. I got you. So I'm trying to be very vague. Knowing that you were part of an an auto racing team. That's not fair. Okay, but yeah, this is your question. Our audience slash viewers... This is no, this is for their this is for yeah, their exactly benefit. exactly I know, right. I know I know I know you're right. So you were part of an incredible world of auto racing, and so that would make sense that you were on Fo- on Fox Sports One. Hmm. So I will say, fact. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it was actually an Easter broadcast of our uh, Daytona race, and they used me in another on another car. Like I got to help out another race team that were short staffed. Right. So I got to go to the GS, like I did my pit, ran from my pit immediately over to theirs because their car was coming in. And then the dudes with the camera were, because the driver, whoever was that driver was, like he was hot. And they had the camera in the pit when they came in. Gotcha. Yeah. I am so looking forward to getting into that on another episode. We just have to. Shut it up and keep it going. No, that's all right. All right. My third fact or fiction. I, fact or fiction, I was hit. By a Mercedes Benz, I could totally, and live to tell about it. I could totally believe that. I'm going to go fact. So you're saying you go with fact? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I, I was, could see the um, emblem on your forehead backwards. We, we were in, I believe it was Mercedes Benz. We were in Europe visiting my mom's brother. How do you change the fact to possibly another car? <laughs> That's another show. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Was it possibly a Mercedes-Benz? That might have changed my answer. It might have, yeah, it might have. Continue. So I was riding down a hill, and uh, there, was, there were shrubs right near the road. And I ran off, I ran into the street, and this, I believe it was Mercedes-Benz, came and hit me. And I, I remember flying off and into the bushes and scraping up my elbow and knee and things Did like that. Did you scare the so people? I scared the people, put a hole in the radiator of the mm. car, and my uncle, or my, my grandpa... My mom's stepdad, mm-hmm. I think he ended up, ended up having to pay for the repairs or whatever. So, wow. I was it was it was traumatic for me and uh, <laughs> probably really really irritating for them. I don't know, but quite they, possibly they still love me. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that was an, uh, a a rousing rendition of rousing rendition. You don't hear that of fact or fiction. fiction. (laughs) After the break, we're going to get back here and talk a little bit more about uh, how Remade came to be. The name, uh, Mr. Remade is sitting here across the microphone from me, and we're going to delve into that a little bit. You are listening to Remade. Welcome back to Remade. I'm Ben. He's Q. I'm Q. You are Q. I am. I'm Ben. Yes, sir. We uh, we want to give people an opportunity to tell their stories about being remade. Hmm. Remade into what? Hmm. Created into the image and likeness of God through the power of the blood of Jesus. 
Amen. Right? Everybody's got a story. Hmm. Some are more interesting than others, but that's comparison, so we don't want to do that. Everybody's story is interesting. Amen. And uh, you, yours happens to be very interesting to me, and it's very inspirational. I don't know if you know how inspirational your story is about the, about the goodness of you. don't, I right? Don't. You don't. Truly. And that's that's because it's not for you. It's for mm, other amen. people. Amen. amen. And, and amen. everybody's stories are for other people to mm. hear and to be inspired and to be to re, be to be remade. Mm. Or to set the path. The yeah, path. absolutely. Mm. So um, obviously, remade was a was something that you actually have tattooed on your arm. How did how did tell that story a little bit? Um, well, I am a car dude. Right. And uh, early on. Uh, the only family that I felt I had was tied in with car clubs. So this most recent, well, not most recent, I want to say, ah, it was the start of my third life and I was hanging out with uh, mini truckers because that's what I am. And I was like, man, we need to start a club. I wanted to be part of a club. So I was part of one, and they weren't doing anything. So I was like, man, I'm getting mine going again. And I've always started. I've had car clubs growing up. That's just been my family. So my vice president was like, man, you just need to make a logo that's easy to uh, make a stencil so we can spray paint it and tag it everywhere. So I was like, all right. So I still hadn't come up with a name and my wife and I, we were kicking it and I was explaining to her and it's really, it was challenging to talk to my wife about this stuff. Cause I mean, this is, that's my life and nobody really understands it. Like, you know, unless you're in it, but she was playing along and, um, I was trying to come up with a name for the club and we were listening to some praise and worship music and the song came up and something in the lyric in the background. And my wife was like, how about remade? Aren't your vehicles remade by your blood, sweat, and tears? And then I believe she was like, kind of like we're remade. Yeah, she was like, kind of like remade. We are remade by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. And it was like, boom, that was it. And then uh, it was that night I was working at Clockner and I took a wedge shaped Sharpie and I just drew it out. The only thing I've changed since the original, I think I've reworked the R like one time and mm -hmm. that's it it's just sharpie but yeah so it started off as naming of my extended my new extended family but i now know that it was uh the very way that god used me to line up you know this right here yeah you know that's that did you realize how incredibly symbolic that was and no. spiritually symbolic or do you just like the name i'm i'm telling you it's kind of like <clears throat> when you when you receive a holy spirit uh conviction or if you just get a revelation of something sometimes it can be so like that hey man wow Remy, that's cool but and and you know that it works but you don't know why yet right you know what i mean you know that it works right there because, hey, you're talking about a car club and you're talking at car shows where, oh, man, you did that, blah, 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 You know, so that was the core. That was the interest. And that was a part of my life that he really revealed to me. He was there with me then, you yeah. know. So all these things, everything that we go through, it ties together when we choose to acknowledge it. So, 
Yeah, I'd have never realized it would have had that much depth because and, and and it's it's a moment by moment thing, a moment by moment process. If you right. truly embrace it for what it is. Back in the seventies and eighties, there was a, a term um, being born again hmm. that people eventually made fun of and mm. kind of turned into something mm. else. Mm. Uh, it, and it's amazing because to me, the, the word remade mm. is sort of a modern day example of of that idea. Mm. Is that we're changed, we're 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 made into something new, Mm. you know, through the blood of Jesus and through through God's transforming power Mm. and and things like that. Now, now I'm gonna guess that it wasn't always like that for you, right? Uh, As soon when you were saying that, man, it's just like there's a level of obedience that, I mean, in everything in your relationship with with Christ, there's a level of obedience before anything. Well, obedience, blessings follow obedience. And obedience is way better than sacrifice, yeah. you know? So when you get that that leading, and you know that you know you get it, but that fine-tunedness to the Holy Spirit's leading comes when you really lean in and you spend time and you know that you know. It takes some people a lifetime mm. to, to realize that. I feel like it took me three. Yeah. Now, now you grew up in you grew up in the Tidewater area, right? <laughs> yeah, I, it, it it is mind blowing. It is mind blowing. Mind bottling. Yeah, you grew up in the Tidewater area, and your your childhood was mm. was incredibly challenging. Let's use that word. So, this is interesting to have this conversation with you in this format because. I feel like saying challenging to what pretense because some of it while looking from the outside in may have seemed challenging. Right. But you're going through it so you don't know any better. Exactly. And I can tell you it was God's favor. It was God's favor. Straight up. You went through through some things. Take two. You went through some things that most kids only even see in movies or, or read about in books or read about in newspapers. Um, can you, do you feel like sharing, you don't have to, but do you feel like sharing any of those that that you could see God's hand in? And I, um, as Michael Todd from Transformation Church says, he prides himself on being hot. Yeah. Humble, open, and transparent. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, you let's, feel let's just asking the ask. Just, just say it frankly. I mean, you mm-hmm. you had a you had a hellish childhood in, in a lot of respects. Yeah, I mean, if I choose to look at it from the outside in, I could see. <clears throat> and I've also had the thought, like, man, if I would ever change anything, would I? And when I was little, I would I would want to change so much. Uh, probably the most just the losing of my mother at an early age. However, I've come to a point now where I can't, all that stuff that I went through, while it might have been challenging for this kid or that kid, or, you know, I know that there's people that have gone through way much worse than I did, you know. I'm sinking in water that somebody else stood on, I mean, Mm -hmm. is standing on right now, you know. So I, I, I believe there's so many stories out there when it comes to, you know, the the rough spot so I don't it's hard for me to ever think that mine was that bad because I mean I was there right you know it 
I mean, I'm here, yeah. praise God, you know? So while, you know, Stevie might not have watched his mom roll by on a stretcher and never see her again, you know, uh, I don't know. I got a different way of processing stuff, I guess. Sure. You know what I mean? And I've, man, I've cried and I cry at times and man, I'm, I cried a lot today <laughs> for real. Yeah. So it's one of those things that, you know, when it comes to my past, I'm multifaceted. Everything's there for a reason. I know. And when it's polished, it will, it will show to be the gem that it is, mm -hmm. you know, like my random fact or whatever you know i lived in a porta potty for uh a couple weeks i mean that's that was real deal dude i had nowhere to go yeah. i found as they put a porta potty up at mill point park it was brand new they put three of them in i put a lock on it i went to zooms i put a quarter in the newspaper slot i stole the whole stack of newspapers out and i floated that thing down that was my bed for about a week I would lock it up during the day and I would go out and whatever. And then when I didn't know, I didn't want anyone to know that I didn't have anywhere. To, I didn't want anyone to know that I didn't have anywhere to go. So I was still out partying and hanging out and whatever. When, when everyone thought I was going home to wherever my home was, that was my home for the time being. So at that point it's survival then, right? Man, <clears throat> I can see that, but I didn't feel that. You were just, I just, was living getting from day to day then part of the process you know yeah i i didn't i didn't see it as a struggle you know I, I see a lot about uh things in my past that if i choose to look at it through the microscope of pain it's there i wouldn't need the microscope to be honest with you you know however um, I don't think that I melt. I don't think that I was meant to have dealt with what I dealt with in my past the way that anybody else has, other than the way that I have. Right. And I don't know why, but praise God mm -hmm. that I'm still here. You know, and uh, it's all part of my seasoning, and I believe that. Uh, as I remain in the vine, the fruit's going to get sweeter. Yeah, that's good. When when did you feel, when did you sense that the Lord was kind of getting your attention, knocking on your on your heart's door? Did you, did you feel that early on or did, well, was that not I until? Well, followed, I followed girls in church, straight up. I followed girls in church. I was going to church because the girl I was dating was going to church. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there was... There was a couple of times I dated pastor's daughter, uh, Bethany Wade. I remember I, I felt like I loved this girl. And that's when I got saved and got baptized. And I, they had, we had, I don't know, this is weird. We had a foreign exchange student that came in and when we got baptized, like this kid spoke in tongues or whatever. I guess, I can't remember what it was, mm -hmm. but something happened about his baptism where it just seemed like, this guy was like, wow. In my experience, I didn't seem the same. Like, I felt like it was like, hold on, wait, what about me? You know? And uh don't know where that came from. But it just, it, at that moment, I just remember that being a process. But so I do know that was the time that I received Jesus 
as my savior, mm-hmm. but he was not my Lord. That was, you know, when you talk about the, yeah, right. it was a cell 13 holding cell in Upper New City Jail. When I got hit by a Holy Spirit brick truck filled with lead mm. on October 25th, 2006. Okay. The anniversary of my mother's death. Mm. And I tell you, I was in this cell. It was three people. It was a single cell designed to hold uh, one person in the 50s. It was double bunked in the 80s. And on this day, there was three of us. I was on the floor. The crackhead, there was a crackhead on the bottom bunk. And then there was a dude on the top bunk that just kept scribbling. He made he made like a little notebook out of request forms. The crackhead made bond. The dude came down to the ground floor. And I went to the top bunk. I mean, he came down to the bottom bunk. I went to the top bunk. Mm-hmm. And I often told this story and say, don't know what led me. But I know. I leaned over that bed and was like, what are you writing? And that was opening the door to God, opening my heart. This dude sat there and explained to me how he had received Jesus and was walking in his love, got complacent, got in trouble, backslid, got locked up just was going down the wrong path and then while he was locked up he just got hit with a fire that words couldn't describe and he came home and God was blessing him just amazingly and something happened he just lost his focus and that's when we met Mm -hmm. and he was writing down everything you know he was just writing himself right and that transformation, I mean, that, that, confirm- that conversation was the transforming part of my life. Well, the start of it, because, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be here now without the so many years of seasoning, because sure. it definitely wasn't, you know, like, oh, I got it now. And I right. thought it was. Right. I thought it was. I was like, oh, I got it. I needed Jesus. Like, so... Later on that night, uh, this gentleman came to the uh, came to the, the wing and he gave me a Bible study on Job. And I swear that I'd never read anything that seemed more alive and more me. And uh, I didn't understand why. And when I asked the guard when he did his rounds, they did rounds every 30 minutes. When I asked the guard if they could send the guy back so I could get some more you know, get another one of the studies, he told me that there was nobody on that hall but him. And uh, he showed me his clipboard that no one had been on that hall that entire shift but him. Hmm. So it took me a while to absorb that. And then it was kind of like one of those things that, all right, it's really that real. And that was my word. My word was, I'm silly enough to believe that what your word says is true. Let's go. That's what I said to God. Mm. And at that moment, I was like, yeah, this is it. I won the lottery. Like, this is what I needed. Right. You know, I called my wife. Hey, babe, this is what we needed. Well, no, this is, I didn't know anything. You got to understand 
I, at that moment, all I did was just receive the Holy Spirit acknowledgement, like, hey, I need you. There was no relationship there on my end. Gotcha. So for me, it felt like I hit the lottery. Like I got the answer to my question. I came to jail to get Jesus. Now I'm going home. Hey, honey, I got it. This is what I needed. That's how real it felt to me. That this is what I needed. I came in here to get Jesus and I'm going home. And that's not what happened. That's not what happened. I ended up getting uh, violated, which turned into... Anyway, it turned into 11 years I was sentenced on a violation. And I was physically just tore up for three days. I couldn't do anything. And then I was like, all right, man. I'm silly enough to believe that what your word says is true. If it ain't meant for me to go home yet, I don't want to go home. Mm -hmm. And I was, I felt like more talk game than B game, right. you know, because I wasn't really, I wasn't really built like that, but I was pretending to be. Sure. And uh, then when I got news of uh, business folding, wife foreclosing, I mean, house foreclosing and first wife leaving and, or she had a relationship with some female and was all over that. My, well, this is when my space was, you know, and my friend that was coming into jail to fellowship and minister to me was like, uh, I need to tell you something. Mm. So that was pretty tough. And, uh, God put this dude in that jail, man, that I hadn't talked to that much. And he was like, Hey man, you need to claim it as a seed. And I'm like, what? He's like, man, God told me to tell you, man, you need to claim it as a seed. All that stuff you're losing, man. You claim it as a seed. Just claim it as a seed. Claim it as a seed. If it's meant to be, it'll be. It'll be better than it was before. If it doesn't come back, it wasn't meant to be in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. I claimed everything. My marriage, my freedom. I mean, that's what I, and yeah. So hindsight 2020, good God almighty, man. <laughs> We're talking Ooh. with Alexander Leno. Man. You may know him as Q. All his friends know him as Q. I, I know I know mm -hmm. him as Q. And we've known each other for several years now haven't we is it has it been mm. over five years i don't even know i can't remember so i moved to fairlawn i got i don't say the house we moved into that house we bought that house mm -hmm. it's about five years ago it was shortly after that i started going to church i started going to church because of jason green right yeah mm -hmm. so yeah about four four or five years yeah your shoes I was intrigued by you. Like I knew God oh, put my you. Shoes, that's right. I knew God put you in my path for a reason, but I didn't quite know yet. Right. I'm serious, man. I'm serious. There was something about you. I always comment on your shoes. I dug your shoe game. Whatever it was, you'll call it all stars <laughs> or whatever. And it was one of those things that. Or were they the blue suede shoes? I can't remember. I doubt right. that. That's, this is before your Elvis days. I got you. But um, <laughs> yeah, I knew that there was something there, and uh, I'm very thankful that uh, we're getting out of the way. Yeah. That's part of being remade, isn't it? Amen, amen, amen. We've got to know when to get out of the way and let the Lord work. So in our, uh, stay tuned for our next episode. Uh, it'll be coming up here shortly. Mm. And uh, we'll get a chance to delve more into uh, into Q's story. And I'll get a chance to share maybe a little bit of mine if, if the conversation and the Lord lead that, leads that way. So, I'll be sure to get it going that way. It shouldn't <laughs> be all about me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And uh, you are listening to Remade. Amen.